The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 630, 630 episodes of Farlands or Bust, and we are going to continue on to those Farlands to the west with Wolfie here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. Have some cobblestone, just, just cobblestone it up around here. 630 episodes. Insanity, I say. Insanity. Today, uh, well, no, wrong. Today is a different day. I record these a day early, but, uh, you're probably watching this when the episode comes out on Monday, December 12th, 2016. I've, I've thrown, thrown, thrown caution to the wind. No, that's not the term I'm looking for. I've, I've gone all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey with my release schedule of Far Lands or Bust. We were we were on a good tear there at the beginning of the year, beginning of 2016, with a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule. Uh, but now that's now that's just been obliterated, obliterated, Wolfie, completely obliterated. And we're trying to get these episodes out when we can. So how about a Monday episode? Why don't you Monday indeed? So yeah, episode 6:30. Is happening right now. Are you not aware? It's happening right now, my friends. This chicken knows. Chicken knows what's up. Chicken also knows that if you go to farlandsrobust.com, you will see the latest episode of Farlands Robust. But right there on the homepage as well, you will see a donation button to donate to our fundraiser for Child's Play Charity. This season, season six, we're trying to raise $60,000. Three quarters of the way there at $45,201 and 50 cent is where we're at right now. So keep going there. Keep giving. Perhaps perhaps you need a little bit of a tax deduction before the end of the year here. Get your, 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 your charitable giving maximized. Child's Play Charity donations can help with that. But, of course, the main thing they help with is getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Look at his zombie. Look at his zombie hanging out in the middle of the day. What you up to, zombie boy? I don't think you belong here. What's wrong with you? Where did you come from? Oh, you just, you just spawned in the darkness under the trees. That's all right. Oh, and now you're on fire. That stinks. You've made some poor life decisions, my friend. Poor life decisions, indeed. So, yeah, farlandsorbus.com. Donate, ask a question, I will answer your question, and I will keep walking to the far lands. And when we do reach that $60,000 goal is when we finally press F3 to see how far we've walked since the last season. Since the last season, and of course how far we've got to go in this old version of Minecraft to reach those far lands. To, to achieve the far lands part of the title and not the bust part of the title. Indeed. Indeed. So yeah, I appreciate everybody's generosity with that as we continue on. So I hope I hope everybody has had a good weekend, a good 
Um, hold on. No, that's not a spawner. I thought that might be a spawner. It is not a spawner. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Had a good uh, beginning to December here, 2016. I mean, in spite of maybe, oh, I don't know, some sort of foreign adversarial government infringing upon your government's electoral process and all that sort of stuff going down. In spite, I mean, in spite of all of that, in spite of all that horribleness going on, I hope you've had a, a wonderful beginning to your Decembers. Gotta, gotta make sure you're, you're doing all right, taking care of yourself, so that you can uh, fight, fight the good fight, walk the good walk, talk the good talk, and uh, eat, eat some good. Uh, food. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying I was trying to lighten up the end of that uh, little speech there, but I'm no I'm no good at such things as these. But yeah, we are going to continue on here. I do wonder and I brought it up last week uh or two weeks ago actually. I was I was a guest on the Mindcrack podcast. I don't know why I switched to this voice honestly. Uh I was a guest on the Mindcrack podcast and the topic of I don't know how it even came up, of like, sur oh, oh, it was a question, it was a question, of like, surviving apocalyptic events and your abilities to survive them came up, and I talked about, uh, kind of, oh, good job, Wolfie, kind of, uh, interest in, in what is, is commonly known as a bug-out bag. Not, not going the full nine and building bunkers and collecting canned foods and gallons of drums of drinking water, you know, not not anything to that extent. But just having a, a go bag ready. A go bag. A, a, a bug out bag ready. I'm curious if anybody else has subscribed to that newsletter. Um, it just, like, what would you put in it is kind of my also thought. And there's a bunch of, like, just Google bug out bag and you'll have a bunch of YouTube videos and, and guides and even like pre-packed ones that you could buy with like I, I I just wonder what it would be because it's gotta be it's gotta be a bug out bag it's it's gotta be I, I'm imagining it could be a, a a duffel bag carryable sure but also and and you know some people you know it it's certainly not long term stuff. Like, really, the, a lot of what I saw is like, oh, like, for 72 hours or something like that, it could, you could live out of this bag. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just thinking of something like, oh, stuff, the, 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 the pigs hit the fan. <laughs> no time, no time to explain. Let's grab this and, and out the door and in the car and drive away sort of situation. I'm wondering what would go in there. Like, obviously, it would have to be clothes. Probably easy to clean clothes. Probably like very similar to, to sort of hiking clothes. The the synthetic fabrics that are insulating, moisture wicking, <laughs> flexible. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure how much in the way of like food? Food stocks? Supplies? I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's more like just like uh, 
sort of, uh, just, just, like, survival supplies, first aid supplies, those sort of necessities to take. Kind of also gets me thinking about needing to just have something in my car, like a, like for, I'm, I'm not planning on, but like, say, like, you get stranded in your car, just having some sort of both first aid, perhaps light mechanical repair, just in case. You know, you think of driving through winter, not not a problem here in Arizona, but driving through winter situations, if you get stranded in a winter situation, you need uh, insulating and, and, and warmth and, and first aid and perhaps other such things. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting, and it seems frivolous and pointless at the same time, but it's it's interesting. And like I said during the podcast, if anything, it'd be interesting to, to, to have a bug out bag just so that you can... just so that it's a, a point of conversation, that you can brag about it to your friends, uh, or whatever like that, but you'll never actually use it, get to use it, hopefully, thankfully, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, look at this cliff cliff face. Look at this cliff face, Wolfie. Whoop. Let's get a screenshot. Uh, nope. Over here. Over here. Bing. Bong. Alright. Trying to... You know, a lot of the time... A lot of the time, I never actually use those screenshots that are saved. I just pause the, uh, the moment in the video and take a screenshot from the video itself after I've rendered it, simply because... I'm on another computer and I can't be bothered to go to this computer to, to grab the, the PNG file out of the weird, random, hidden spot that Minecraft saves them in. Ooh, really neat. I didn't see this part before. But yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to think up my a lot of my past episodes here of Farlands Bust, if I can break down that fourth wall have been simply answering questions all the time. Questions, questions, questions. So I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with a, a platform not a platform, a a a a a, a uh, Ooh, that's a fire indeed. A formula. That's the word I was looking for. Not in, not even close. A formula for like okay, maybe like the first day of Far Lands or Bust I should have like a Kurt J topic. Or just a a ramble vloggy podcasty type of introductory, like like the last episode I talked about John Glenn and, and Buzz Aldrin. Uh, this episode I kind of rambled on about bug out bags and survivalism and, and all those sorts of things that you don't want to get too in-depth with because then you're a crazy person. Um, so yeah. Try, trying out trying out new things just stretching stretching my uh my podcast abilities here getting getting used to doing this firelands bus thing this 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 talking into a, a microphone into a digital dog uh but yeah we're gonna switch to questions next because I feel like I'm running out of things to talk about uh and yeah so we'll do that after I sleep and continue in the morning <laughs> And... Awakeness. Woof indeed, Wolfie. Woof. Indeed. An anonymous donor asked, How is it going with the tattoo initiative? Did you already decided? 
about the place where you're going to put it. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who forgot, <laughs> I didn't forget, but uh, just had other things happening. Um, you know, like my country's government being taken over by another. Uh, <laughs> other things, other things. Whoops, I got turned around. Uh, other things happening. Um, yeah, last year, that was last year, wasn't it? Last year, I said if we reached a certain amount before the beginning of the year that it was the Kurt J. Mac, the, the Far Lands Bus Tattoo Initiative. Uh, the Kurt J. Tat Initiative, that I would get a, a tattoo, a Minecraft tattoo, on my body. And we did. We reached that, and I have yet to get the tattoo. Uh, it's a bigger decision. Not a decision. I've already made the decision. I'm going to get the tattoo. It's just uh, finding whence and where. Like, actual, like, actual tattoo artist, not where. Whatever, I've got, I've got a lot of skin. Put it anywhere. Um, like, where to get the tattoo. Um, when to get the tattoo. Having enough money <laughs> to get the tattoo. Um, those are all questions that need to be figured. Variables in, in the equation. So yeah, I've always said, I've, I've pretty much maintained... It's going to be a Minecraft tattoo. It's not going to be a Far Lanes Bus tattoo. It's not going to be a Mindcrack tattoo. It's not going to be anything too obscure or specific. I was just thinking the the logo, what used to be the old Minecraft logo, a, a single grass block scene at three-fourths angle. Not the word Minecraft even, just the block, just the grass block. To to symbolize this Vigigames effect on my life, and quite an effect it has had indeed. And I was thinking on, like, my forearm or something? That seems a little bit bold. A little bit bold to have it somewhere obviously visible. But still an interesting place. And just have it have it somewhere, and it would be my, my first tattoo. Is that a lake that just goes in there? We've got to explore that lake. I'm kind of upset. I don't have any boats on me. Oh, we, we gotta go in there. It is our duty. Yeah, duty. Uh, Wolfie, <laughs> not yet. We need a boat first. So yeah, that's that's still going. That's still going. Worry not, my friends. That's still going to be a thing that's going to happen. And whoops, come back. All right, so much for this boat. Damn it. What a waste. It's going to break right now, isn't it? Oh, this is dangerous. Wolfie, you should stay out there, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, neat. It is. Oh, dear. I hear splashing. What are you? Oh, that's Wolfie. Okay. Ooh. Oh, and there's even reeds in here? I didn't think they could grow without having light. Neat. Ah. Wolfie. Stop it. We're exploring. That's what we do. That's pretty neat. Dramatic, if you will. And I will. Wolfie agrees. Dramatic. Drama. Intrigue. Um, so yeah, that's still happening. Uh, also, I also made... Nobody has asked about this. Everybody's pretty... lax. Relaxed. Forgiving, perhaps. Alright, we're just getting way too many sticks. Uh, on the initiatives. Little little uh, little goals. Little signposts. Goalposts? Signposts? Whatever. Um, that I've placed along the way to... Hopefully help encourage some donations to Child's Play Charity. Look at this water. Look at this water. What you doing, water? Crazy water? I don't, are you even a source block? Who's the source block here? 
You're a weird, crazy, flowy block of water. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> this is going to be a weird episode for those podcast listeners. Um, the uh, Oh, the, I made another one that I would uh, join the Mindcrack Crack Pack server. Uh, unfortunately, we did reach that goal. It took a while. <laughs> And and, and, and and unfortunately, by the time we reached that goal, that was the $40,000 goal, I believe. By the time we reached that goal, the Crack Pack server was no more. Which is unfortunate. That would have been my first serious foray into modded Minecraft. Uh, so that never happened, unfortunately. Although I have joined and have been playing on the main Season 6, the, the, new, the new and improved... Season 6, Mindcrack Vanilla server. So I've been doing that, I suppose, as a consolation. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody was really bothered by that. I feel like that one... A few people a few people donated in order to try to see me play on the Crackback server, but that one was just kind of... That goal was just met naturally. It would have re been reached at that point, whether or not I had given that extra little milestone, I think. Uh, which is kind of the problem... not problem, but just kind of the unique aspect of the Far Lands of Bus Charity thing is... It's really hard, you know, on a live stream, on, on a, a Mindcrack Marathon, or a, or a Desert Bus, or whatever live stream charity, you can have goals to simply, like, with Desert Bus, continue playing. Same thing with Zeldathon. Each additional kind of extended milestone adds another hour, adds another game to unlock, to be played during the marathon, uh, or, or make stunts be done, or have this person eat a bug, or whatever. As opposed to this episodic series, a little bit more difficult to frame, also as it not being live, you're not seeing its effect, immediate outcomes and effects, so... It's always been a little bit of a, I want to say, s struggle, but then again, I don't struggle. I, I kind of have accepted and understand that this Far Lands or Bust fundraiser series is a bit of a slow burn, a bit of a, 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 a gradual thing. It, it could go faster, but I'm not going to force it. The times that I have tried to force it have kind of backfired on me sometimes. I don't know if you remember. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for that question and the donation, regardless, my friend. The tattoo and I just want to get tattoos regardless, with or without the it being a Minecraft tattoo or the tattoo initiative. I've even considered maybe I should just get a normal, like a tattoo that I want to get, just to get a tattoo first, just so that the Minecraft tattoo isn't my first tattoo, you know, uh, and then get the Minecraft tattoo. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that once. Once certain dust and particulates settle out of the air, and I can breathe normally once again. We've got a question, a series of questions actually, here from Tech Pete. Tech Pete, a, a frequent supporter of the Far Lands of Bus Child's Play Charity fundraiser. Welcome back, Tech Pete. What is the weirdest thing you have ever eaten on vacation? On vacation? I. I've said this before, I don't go on vacations particularly for culture or the cities or, you know, anything like that. Or or cuisine, even. So I don't specifically go out of my way to eat weird or unusual things. Or even 
honestly, you know, I don't, if I travel to different cities or states or whatever locations, I don't go there in particular to partake in their particular cuisine, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not specifically going to Boston for the clam chowder. I'm not specifically going to, uh, anywhere else. <laughs> I don't, I don't really go many places, uh, you know, whatever the, the, the different cuisines may be. So yeah, I've never particularly eaten a quote-unquote weird thing because I was on in a weird, you know, a place that delivers that weird thing. Um, I, I guess the weirdest thing that I ate that I never particularly thought I was going to eat was this past Minecon. I never had oysters before, and we were at a dinner with Twitch, and... They all ordered oysters for all the tables. I was sitting next to Anders. He had never had an oyster before. I had never eaten an oyster before, so I'm like, all right, I'll do an oyster with you. Like we hate, we, we didn't share the same oyster, but we <laughs> we each had our first and, and possibly last oysters. That was a weird thing. That was a weird thing. I kind of loaded it up pretty heavy with the the lemon and uh, the cocktail sauce. Uh, it was just very fishy. What I would imagine, perhaps, like a, a raw calamari might taste like or something. Obviously, just di different texture there, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't go out of my way to, to eat weird things. I'm not, a, I'm not in, it, it seems to be that a lot of the quote-unquote weird food items are, are of, uh, I suppose, Eastern, Asian, um, Origin, you got your sushis, and then you got your weird, sometimes alive things, and tentacly things, and weird, unusual things, I suppose. Different flavors, or, or not normal animals. And I, in general and overall, am not simply a fan, or I don't, I don't seek out Asian foods in general. It's just nothing wasn't big in my family, so I never grew up with it, so I therefore never developed a, an appetite or taste for it or anything like that. So, yeah, nothing, nothing really weird there. Tech Pete. Tech Pete has a, has a, has a question. What is your... Uh, second question. What is your backup plan in case YouTube crashes tomorrow? Well, that's what I need the bug out bag for, my friend. Got a bug out? Get out of town. I need a YouTube bug out bag is what I need. Um, backup plan if YouTube crashes tomorrow. Well, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, well, not ever, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's not going to be an overnight transition. Uh, but speaking of transition, let's transition into the morning. In the morning. Creepers! And... Oysters. Yes. Alright, Wolfie. Did you take damage at some point? I think you did. What was that all about? I didn't even hear that. Hey, you. Boop. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think there's going to be like an overnight crash. Uh, I mean, clearly there's been a slow and obvious decline in 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 what is going on on YouTube. And and like most most like most things like most things like look at MySpace look at uh, MySpace it wasn't it it's actually still around but it was a slow 
transfer of interest and, I suppose, traffic to other sources of similar websites, I suppose you could say. Oh, excuse me. Whoop, that didn't happen. I mean, it happened, but that didn't help, is what it... Hey! Well, I... So, yeah, if anything, I just think if YouTube makes enough bad choices or just does enough, people will just go elsewhere. So it's not going to be like an overnight thing. I suppose the question could be taken in regards to what if YouTube suddenly deleted your channel tomorrow. And and that's uh, that's that's a good thing. I've I've sort of I don't want to say protected myself, but I've sort of insulated myself by also making sure that I have have and have honestly concentrated my efforts now on on Twitch. My my income is not based on YouTube ad revenue alone. It's it's thankfully very helpfully and very appreciatively been supported by you guys over at Patreon for the most part and now is being supplemented by my activities on Twitch with with the sub tub and 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 other sorts of various kinds of income via Twitch. Um, so yeah, I'm not. Uh, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I do have all of my Far Lands or Bust episodes backed up. So if need be, I could take the series somewhere else and host it somewhere else if it came to a disaster such as that. I would honestly be interested. I would be kind of interested to see if something, you know, what 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 would be, you know, because obviously, and there's been a lot of talk of this, what would happen if I, or even everybody, started at zero again on YouTube? How how would that transpire in the current climate and, and system? And, um, you know, we unfortunately, well, yeah, <laughs> there was the whole PewDiePie thing where he said he would at 50 million delete his channel, but then nah, he's a funny guy and he didn't actually delete his big channel with 50 million subscribers. He had some weird second one that he deleted. And, uh, funny guy. Uh, kind of unfortunate personally. You kind of feel like um, I mean, whatever you think of, of him as a person or as, as a content creator, that that was, to me, a missed opportunity. Uh, Could have personally earned my respect, not that he needs to or wants to or cares to or, or not that that's something that anybody is, is a qualifier of, of need for Kurt J. Mack's approval, but uh, it would have been a, a, a statement he could have made, and it would have also been a neat experiment if he started back at zero. Still being PewDiePie, what would, what would happen? How could he rega- regain... Would he regain, and at what pace, and with what content could he regain? We could have learned a lot about the YouTube changes and algorithms and subs versus views versus watch times versus daily content versus not daily content versus likes and comments. You know, we could have really learned a lot there, so we, we missed that opportunity. And, and sure, <laughs> I guess we should have expected that from PewDiePie, unfortunately, but... It's still kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of sucky. <laughs> that didn't turn out at all in a positive way at all, did it? Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of sometimes 
similarly curious about my own situation in regards to that. And, and specifically also, okay, yeah, you, you start over knowing what you know now. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I'm not going to find out. <laughs> um, I'm fine. I'm fine riding the boat as it is. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I don't think that, I don't think YouTube is going to go away overnight. That's not going to happen. Well, that's interesting. Why is this a thing that's happening? I don't want to go over there for Wolfie, but why is the lava going all the way through <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean? That's curious. Curious, George. Lastly, from Tech Pete, have you ever looked up the meaning of your name, and do you put stock in such things? I don't. I don't put stock in such things. In regards to like, it's your fate to be the meaning of your name as a person simply because you're named that. I put stock in those sort of things in that perhaps that name was chosen for a reason or has significance or or you know there's a history to a name whether or not it be cultural or um, its its origins its uh, derivatives and whatnot but I do believe Kurt means now hold on I might have to actually look this up uh, let's let's look this up really quick un momento to the internet I have returned from the internet right Wolfie so yeah, here we go. I, I I just put in Kurt name meaning. The the Google sort of summary response uh, is not what I anticipated. I did find what I actually knew it meant as far as um, I think the reason I was named it. Um, it is German. It is of German origin since I have a lot of German ancestry. Um, but everybody's told me many times that in Turkish, not not the meaning that was given to me, because like I said, German, uh, Turkish, it's actually a, a surname, a last name, and from Turkish, it means wolf. How very fitting, Wolfie. How very fitting indeed. And actually, I kind of like that as well. That's one of the other kind of tattoos I was considering getting as a wolf, or even further, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, there have been some tattoo designs I've seen of that that I think were pretty awesome. Pretty awesome indeed, man. Um, but for myself, it was given based on its German origins, and uh, in German, I actually did not know this. Maybe I knew this, or maybe I just didn't remember it, but uh, it, it's actually derived from Conrad. Conrad, which in, in German is elements of brave and counsel. I remember the counsel thing. I do remember somebody for my birthday or something gave me a like your name means this and it was like of, of able counsel a counselor and uh, uh, the brave part maybe not so much applies to me but uh, counsel and of able counsel is indeed uh, the meaning that I've always known of it uh, and kind of makes sense I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good I'm a good listener I'm a quiet dude I'm a quiet dude, and my friends who, who know me very well, and... Whoops! Foggy. <laughs> and uh, accidentally hit the F key there. Uh, my, my friends who know me well, and, and perhaps trust me, know that I am a good listener. Maybe not a good advice giver, but I, I 
I, I'm a good listener. I like listening, even. In big groups, I, I often don't participate, per se, in big group conversations. But I kind of just enjoy and feel part of it being able to listen to the conversations and enjoy conversations, even if myself... I don't talk much. That can that can that can be interpreted as kind of not being interested or being standoffish or something like that. But I assure you, my friends, I assure you, if I am part of a group and you all are having a conversation and I'm listening, nodding, perhaps getting a few words in edgewise or, or laughing along, uh, then that means I am indeed having a good time and and appreciate the company indeed. So yeah, it means. Council. So yeah, you can kind of backwards engineer things to be like, yeah, that does apply to me pretty well, but I'm sure with any other name, uh, you could probably find associations are very somewhat general. It's not because I'm named Kurt that I'm this way. It's not, uh, I am, you know, my parents did not know that I would be this way, so they named me Kurt. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh kind of a... You know, a cart before the horse, horse before the cart type of situation. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where Kurt comes from. But I've been told many times on the internet that in Turkish, it means wolf. So isn't that just hilarious, Wolfie? Isn't that just hilarious indeed? I didn't know that actually at the time, like, named Wolfie, Wolfie? Um, I essentially, in Turkish, named him Kurt. <laughs> oh, man, that's weird. <laughs> oh, but thank you very much. Tech Pete for these questions, indeed. I hope you hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, my answers. And thank you very much for the donation to Child's Play Charity. And farlandsabus.com is where you yourself, my dear viewer and or listener, can donate and ask a question. And I will get to it in a future episode. And of course, more importantly, you're helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Very important this time of year, my friends. Very important indeed. Farlandsabus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity. Be much appreciated, and thank you very much for joining me, like I said, on this episode. Hope you enjoyed. As the sun sets. See you later, Kurt. <laughs> oh, that is kind of weird. Let's make the next episode's supplies. We pretty much have a bug-out bag right here. We've got We've got food for, for our companion. We've got food for ourselves. The the actual, the ingredients of food, not the food itself, because the ingredients are a lot more easier to carry than the food itself, and they don't spoil. We've got the ingredients of food. We've got a, a method for starting fires. We've got tools to both defend ourselves and, and make and obtain new tools with. We've got wool for, for warmth and bed making and modes of transport, water. We always need water. You don't want to be dehydrated. Uh, a clock to know the time, a compass to know the direction. We have a light source. Uh, these three items up here are taking up space in our bug-out bag, but they are perhaps charms, talesmans, if you will, for for good luck and for maintaining our memories of the journey, for maintaining our humanity in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so yeah, our entire series inventory is based on having a bug-out bag. Uh, I don't think that would work in real life, though. I don't think that would work. See, so yeah, we even we even constructed brand new 
coverings to protect ourselves from the harsh environments in the last episode. Why, why did I not think of this when I was talking about this topic? Uh, but anyway, thank you very much for watching. Uh, we'll probably be back on Wednesday. We'll try for a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule this week. Oh, mixing things up a bit. Getting confusing that new algorithm. Just confuse it. <laughs> That'll go well. Uh, and I appreciate it. Yeah, everybody, I hope you had a good day. I hope you enjoyed. Everybody, uh, we'll see you next time. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will, I already said this, but I will see you next time.